We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. We got to do one more show before we unleash the top 200 PPR rankings overall at every position. If you hit the description of this video or in the comment section, you can find each of the position breakdowns I did with Jake Seeley to get the order, you know, the first look order of where I wanted them. Now I have Chris Meany in studio to talk about how to piece these all together where mistakes may rest. Yes. And I, I know you. I mean, you're of the athletic. I mean, you still do rankings. Yeah, I do. I and do. Uh, so I'm curious to see because I mean, you talk to Jake all the time. Yes. That is, I mean, I want to see if you're on the same page with Jake because yeah. I mean, I tried to veer off a little bit. Although Jake's super accurate, so he is not to go too off course. I know it's you know when you when you have a guy that you feel different about with Jake, it's like it's fun to have that argument with him and that discussion. And then after you're just like. Am I completely wrong here? Because like Jake's always right, and he wasn't around the sh- for last week's show. And Brad Ziegler and I did the show at the Athletic, and we just ripped apart his rankings and projections. Got him there behind his back. So waiting for the response, you know, for him we to justify can, the math. Right? I mean, I, I'm convinced Jake doesn't watch this show unless he's on it. <laughs> sure. So we can just go to town <laughs> Fair. on Jake. Fair enough. That's why I'm here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if people want to get into a draw for twenty DK bucks, there are myriad ways that you can do this. Smash the like button for the episode. Leave your draft. King's handle in the comment section and give me your top 10 players overall for PPR scoring for the upcoming 2019 fantasy football season. Way two to do it. Subscribe, rate, and review the Pat Mayo Experience podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Five stars, DraftKings handle, something you like about the show. Or follow me on Instagram at the PME. See one of the football posts that are up there. Give it a quick heart. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Boom, you're in the draw. For 20 DK bucks as well. Winners will be announced on next Monday's show. Start with running backs. Let's do it. Um, I went, I have these still separated in tiers. If people want to check out like my full tiered rankings, I have my V1 version. It's like V.5. 
Okay. The official rankings haven't come out yet. I put up my preliminary list. They're all up on DKPlaybook.com. If you click on one of the articles, you can just click through it, find all the positions. So I got Ezekiel Elliott at number one, Saquon Barkley at number two, Christian McCaffrey at number three, Alvin Kamara at number four. That was my tier one. Do you think those four guys are isolated by themselves? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, you could really make a case for Zeke and Barkley, I guess, maybe alone. But those four, those are the four. And Zeke is number one for me. I just think he's the safest. I think he's the But the, the problem is, like, when you start drafting, like, oh, he's the safest. And, like, yeah. you can point to everything that goes on. You know, a new offensive coordinator in Dallas, maybe he doesn't see. Because one of the big knocks against him last year was is he going to see that target volume that you want? Yeah. And I was like, of course not. He never gets it. Then right. he got it. Yeah. It was like, oh, but now we're expecting him to get it. And if it regresses back the other way and he goes back to old Zeke, yeah. if the touchdowns don't come along with it, then he's going to underperform. And that was the one thing, I guess, the one knock on him last year is he didn't get those touchdowns. But the first couple of years of his career, it yeah. was, I mean, basically a touchdown per game. It was, you knew what you were getting. You were getting 100 yards or and a touchdown or 100 yards 120 yards and a couple catches but when they got Amari Cooper his target share went up like he had 7.5 targets compared to like around three and a half and his catches went up too he basically doubled his catches so you know if if you're looking at just last season and you look at without Amari Cooper and with Amari Cooper you would honestly just on the outside think well he's not going to get all those catches Amari Cooper is going to get all those catches and targets it probably went down it went up like they used him a little bit more in the yeah. passing game yeah he was just under 100 targets overall he was 95 and like if he can stay in that realm then he's going to be the number one fantasy running back assuming he can hit double digits and touchdowns this year maybe teams are going to be a bit savvier this time around be like you know what when Dallas gets in close yeah Dak might keep it I'm yes just, I'm just saying I'm throwing this out there <laughs> yeah. he might keep it Pay attention to that. Yeah. And if they shut that down, then all of a sudden you're turning around and handing the ball off to Zeke again. Yeah, exactly. So I just think, you know, we laugh about Amari Cooper, and, and I think I was on the show with you when we talked about Cooper, and then hours he later he got, he got dealt. We were laughing at the reports about it first, and we joked around about it. But really, hindsight, like, that was a really good move for Dallas. They needed somebody to throw the ball to. Really. They didn't have anybody in teams to stack the box with Zeke. How dare you besmirch <laughs> Cole Beasley like that? <laughs> Or Michael Gallup. Yeah. I, Alan Hearns. And yeah, I mean, maybe Gallup takes a step forward this year and, you know, in, in year two and have yeah, I'm still not, coverage. I'm still not drafting Amari Cooper. No, me neither. Like, he's set up to disappoint. And now you're, it's it's every year with him. Like, he's a borderline wide receiver one in terms of ADP. Like, that's how people are drafting him. I don't want him. I want Zeke. That's like, the guy I want. Oh, I, mean, I definitely want Zeke. But then that's the first overall pick. Yeah, you just have to play him. So, so with the first four picks of the draft, because when we start, like, combining all these positions together to get the overall rankings... First four picks off the board, are these four guys, or yes. would you throw in a receiver? No. What do you think about Travis Kelsey at number five? I think it's too early. That's too much? Too, yeah. too much? Would, I, you, would you go like Melvin Gordon? Because I have Melvin Gordon next in my rankings. Yeah. Would he go five, or would it be like Hopkins? I would I would, I'd go back and forth, actually. You know, it depends on your on your setting. I, I could... I could do Hopkins at five for would, sure. Would, I mean, I, you, I personally would go with the backs. Would you go Melvin though? Or would it be like Bell? Would it be Connor? Nixon, I would go, Cook, I would go Bell and then Gordon. And then, and then I'm starting to think about the wide receivers over, over guys like Connor and Mixon. Um, I feel like Cook people are Chubb. sleeping on Connor. You know, Connor's actually probably going to be a pretty, he's probably going to continue to fall down with all the reports that are coming out. Like, especially when you hear from him, like it's going to be a running back by committee. And then the offensive coordinator who dealt with Samuels, like he was their tight end coach, is now running the offense there in Pittsburgh. So are they going to use him a little bit more? They draft a back. Like, what are they going to do? How's the offense going to run without Antonio Brown? Like, there's a lot of question marks in Pittsburgh this year. But I think for the most part, what we saw every time we did a show on Monday, 
Connor always had like 95% of the snaps. Yeah, whenever he was healthy, he, he was the guy who yeah. was getting the ball over and over and over. And it's yeah. been a common theme with Pittsburgh yeah. throughout the years that whoever the guy is, he gets the ball. There's yeah. no goal line vulture who comes no. in. And even if you knock him down from like 95% of the snaps to 70% of the sure, snaps, yeah. he's, he's still going to be really good. Absolutely. He's still definitely going to be an RB1. So I think out of all the guys in that in this top range, like a top 10 running backs, I feel like he's starting to decline a little bit and people are talking about him in a negative way. But my problem with Kelsey is, and we did a, we did a mock at the Athletic, and Kelsey, I think he was like the second pick in the second. I take him there. And I'm fine with that. But I don't, wa- I don't want people to take it. Like you can't take him over guys like Hopkins Why? and Julio. Because he, he's never going to have the, the but, catches and yards but, like that. I see. Here's the thing, He's not going to have 1,400 yards. Yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, he could. If, if, it depends on the Tyreek Hill suspension. We don't know. He needs Tyreek Hill. I don't know if he needs Tyreek Hill. I think the, he the efficiency will go down, the volume will go up, and the touchdown opportunity it's will go up. a little bit forward. of a wash, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he's been, what, the number one tight end or a top three tight end three consecutive years. Yeah. And you know, with Garoppolo coming back and San Francisco adding a bunch of pieces, you know, the backfield getting healthy and then adding Tevin Coleman, maybe yeah. George Kittle doesn't quite reach I the agree with that. upside that he did last year. Maybe he takes a step back. Yeah. With Ertz, you now you have Deshaun Jackson, and Ertz yep. is more of a PPR play over standard anyway, and we're yeah. talking PPR, but yeah. it feels like he has a cap yeah. on what he's going to do. Kelsey, we don't know, but he is the number one tight end, yeah. and he could be the number one tight end by such a significant margin that is the gap between – Hopkins and let's say Mike Evans the, sa- the same as Kelsey to Kittle. And if that's the case, then Kelsey becomes the best value on the board because you get him at a premium position. Yeah. He can compete. Like when Jake and I went through this, we ranked if we threw out tight end and put Kelsey into the wide receiver pool, yeah. I believe we had Do him that. ranked at eighth. And that that makes sense. Like he's he's you view him as a wide receiver one. Yeah, but, team. but he gets to play tight end, which but is he, a huge advantage. It is a huge advantage. You're right. Like, I'm not going to say anything negative about Kelsey. He does need Tyreek Hill, though. Like, if there's reports, you know, Hill, four games, eight games, whatever. I don't know what it's going to be. But if it is eight games. Well, The Athletic came out and said <laughs> okay. that it's going to be a maximum of four games. I, we'll I, see I, if you're fake news. <laughs> I can't say anything <laughs> negative about that. But, you know, Zeke got, what, six games? It seems like four would be great for him and great for the Chiefs and great for Kelsey and everybody else in this offense but all of a sudden if it's eight games all of a sudden you're without Tyree Kill and opposing defenses are just going to attack Kelsey that's it like Sammy Watkins hasn't been able to have a full season since his rookie year and what who else are we talking about we're talking about offense? super caveman rookie me Cole <laughs> hard man yeah everybody loves him and fine sure you should like him it's because opp- it's the but, offense but is great is, yeah that's an opportunity right. play though yeah. and if Hill comes back well he's probably kind of useless isn't he he unless I mean, Watkins gets unless hurt, Watkins gets hurt so will. I would like I would go Hopkins Adams, Michael Thomas, Julio, and then I would think about Kelsey. Like, and yeah, then you could go maybe as a wide receiver five. Yeah, but I'm not. The whole point is that like you don't play him at wide receiver, right? And that the gap between the wide receivers isn't as pronounced as the gap at tight end, just making him so valuable. It's like if in years past, like and even this year, this is why the running backs are back to being one, two, three, and four instead mm-hmm. of wide receivers being up there. Because yeah. for years, half the league you could find a bell cow running back to mine your volume from that made the gap between running back you know, three and running back 16 yeah. not all that pronounced. Now at receiver, we're kind of seeing the same thing. Is the gap between Hopkins, I wouldn't even say uh, Mike Evans. Guy Mike Evans at number 10. Let's say all the way down to Stefan Diggs at like number 16. What is the gap in fantasy points between those two? What's that opportunity cost between Kelsey and all the other tight ends? If you're convinced Kelsey's going to be good, which I am. Yeah. That's where it kind of yeah, leads in. Five seems a bit too high. I'm with you. But like, would I go Hopkins? Yeah. Would I go Adams? Yeah. 
maybe after that? And then you're, yeah. Then I think the tight end eligibility outweighs Michael Thomas being awesome. Sure. I think they're both fine picks. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you bring up a good point when you're looking, because there is a gap between Julio Jones and Stefan Diggs, and it's it's pretty significant. Okay. Really. So, but where does that, okay, if we go to, is there a huge gap between Julio and like Juju? I have them all in the same tier. I don't think there is. No, I don't think that there is either. Um, How about Julio and Keenan Allen? Slightly, yeah. But not a but bunch. But not, not a bunch. Is it as big as the gap between Kelsey and Kittle? I, I don't think. Like, I don't think that there's that big. I agree that Kittle is probably going to regress, but I don't think that there's that big of a gap between the two. I mean, we're just we're, we're talking about Kelsey. Like, all three had tight end seasons to remember. They all broke records. Like, Ertz had the most catches ever from a tight end. He finished top five in targets. Kelsey had the most yards ever from a tight end, and then an hour later, Kittle broke that record. So, like, all three of them, I think, are in a tier of their own. I don't think there's that huge of a gap. And there's also that next tier that can't quite get on that level. That's But that's why that, that, I that's don't such draft. An, that's such but that's an why, iffy level, though. It's not. It's not well, that listen, iffy. I, I love O.J. Howard. The guy is a walking put triage. Put Ingram in there and put Hunter Henry he, he in there. He is a walking triage unit. The guy is constantly hurt. Hunter Henry? Sure. There's some question marks, obviously, but I'm and, more and, willing to... And I have no question about Kelsey. As yeah. long as he is healthy, I don't care if they quadruple fucking team him. Yeah. That he's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I just feel like, for me, I would rather just take that wide receiver and, instead of taking Kelsey at the end of the first or the early second, and you could even get Ertz in the third if you wanted See, to get I, a piece I don't, of that. I don't want Ertz in the third. That's too Why? High. That's too high for Ertz. Because he's not doing what he did last year. That's not happening again. It could be close. He could, he could be could, similar it, than that. Could, Why not? It could be close. I mean, he 15 of his last 16 touchdowns have been the red zone. Like, he's always in the top in red zone targets. He's going to be the focal point of that offense in the red zone. He's the number one option in that offense. There's no oh, question. Uh, they have Deshaun Jackson now <laughs> and Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard catching balls in the backfield. They, and, and Zeus and, Staley wondering and, why and Chicago Sanders? never used him. Yeah, I mean, there's How do you a, feel about Sanders? Do you have any read on this backfield or just don't draft any of them? Yeah, it's the same. It's You and I have talked about this <laughs> numerous times. But so what if one of them has a really good week one? They're the guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Jordan Howard will be the starter week one. He will have the most touches out of that backfield the first couple weeks. Is Darren Sproul still on the roster? He's not. Okay, because okay, he'll, he'll somehow end up leading them in fantasy points. And they still have Clement on the roster. They still have Smallwood on the roster. I'm sure there's one guy that they're going to cut. But yeah, Sanders right now is the behind the quote-unquote behind the eight ball because he's hurt and he's not learning the playbook. And, and Deuce Daly's out there raving about Jordan Howard and how he can catch balls in the backfield with the best of backs in the league. That is not They're true. They're going to rotate that, through that, all of these guys. I, I said that the athletic may be fake news. It <laughs> does sound like news. Deuce Daly does sound like he's fake news. Yeah, that's fake news. I was doing the research on, not to get sidetracked on the Eagles' backs, but I was doing the research, and you know this too, working with you over the past few years, is there's only been two running backs to have 20 carries in Doug Peterson's three years. Four years. Is Josh Adams not there anymore? Adams is one of them. I was going to say, remember when he was like... He's the, still around, the, the by the rage. way, too. Yeah. He's the best running back of all time. <laughs> How aren't they playing him? So he's one of them. And the other is Ryan Matthews. And it I happened forgot twice. About, I forgot about Ryan Matthews. Yeah. It, it happened twice in Doug Peterson's rookie season. So this has never been a guy that gets... It just, they spread it out. But I just feel like, with me personally, I'd rather take that wide receiver... And then take the up, take the upside in another Ted. I'm. This is why we loved Kittle last year, you and I. And this is why we loved Ertz. We it took is, him in the middle rounds. And, and, and find to, those breakout middle round guys. To your, it's so you have to hit on them though, or it's an absolute zero. And like in legal leagues, we won it because you drafted Kittle in the 40th round, and then we flipped them. And then we flipped them. Oh, yeah. yeah, but did we trade him to the Miz? I we may have. 
for like. No, we didn't trade him. The Miz was asking we the world. We traded him and Jose Ramirez, by the way. Is, really. Isn't Jose Ramirez? I, I, mean, Jose I, I, haven't, like, I haven't looked at baseball, but I assume like he's like garbage. He now. completely, it's like Space Jam. Like somebody just stole his That is powers. amazing. He's awful now. What did we get out of it? <laughs> we got Devontae Adams back at one point. Yeah, we ended up winning the football league, which was all we wanted, right? Yeah. Well, that's because. We, tr- we did trade That's because Gurley got hurt in the game that we played him in the semifinals. Yeah. And sorry, Jonah. Yeah, sorry, Jonah. And you spent all that money on James Conner. That's right. Yeah, I, we we emptied the fab as soon as uh, Bell got declared yeah. out on James Conner. I think Conner. you know who we got? We got Devontae Adams. We got, we, yeah. Because we, we had Hopkins already. I think we made a basketball trade for yeah. those guys. Because we got LeBron at one point. Yeah. Then, he got, then he instantly got hurt. And then, yeah, we had him <laughs> and Anthony Davis and Ben Simmons, and all of a sudden everybody was hurt. It's like, great. We have an amazing team on paper, and we suck. Yeah. It's just the way it goes, obviously. How are we doing in baseball? Like, middle of the pack? Yeah, we one day I wake up, we're third, second, and then next day I wake up, we're sixth or seventh. It's pretty... We just got to win, fo- yeah. win football yeah. again. All of our baseball statistics are right in the middle of the pack. We're not hurting too much, so okay, that's so fine. We, we can make moves yeah. if need be. Yeah, for sure. So... Elliot, Berkeley, McCaffrey, Camara. Then I go, like I said, Gordon, Bell, Connor, Mixon, Cook, and Chubb. I think there's a real discussion between Bell and Connor, depending on how like frisky you want to get. Like, do you expect yeah. any any rust from Bell? There's got to be some. And there? like the fact that he's not playing in the Pittsburgh offense anymore. Right. Yeah. There. Ha- there absolutely has to be some. And the fact he's dealing with um, an inexperienced quarterback. And just look at the ADPs for a second on the screen here. Connor 13, Mixon 14, Delvin Cook 19. Let's say. You picked at 11, right? Mm-hmm. And you went Kelsey and then Mixon to start your team. I don't think that's a bad team. It's, I it's, don't. It's not. No. It, it, it's not, no you, Again, we're just splitting hairs with Kelsey. Like, he deserves to be talked about in this. But Okay, would you feel more comfortable with your team if it was Kelsey and Mixon or if it was Beckham and Mixon? I think I like the Kelsey side more. Yeah, well, out of all the wide receivers in the top, and we'll get to them, like, Beckham has... I mean, he's probably going to disappoint. He could, is out he? of all of them. Or like, be the best. Out of all or of them. Be the right, best. there's two sides of it. Like, there's Beckham, who's who's been fragile, and all of a sudden going to new offense and dealing with Baker Mayfield, who I think is great, by the way, but still a new, a new coach, new offensive coordinator. There's, a lot, there's still a lot of question marks, you know, with Cleveland. But everybody else inside the offense is great. I would, I mean, I started a draft at the Athletic with Hopkins and Michael Thomas. See, that, that's a good start. And too. then you get into a situation where, where the running backs suck. Yeah, and you get to your tier four. Yeah, because tier three. Th- what are you going to do? Yeah, tier three, I have Damian Williams, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Josh Jacobs, Marlon Mack, and Todd Gurley is just dropping by the second. I, I just, is he ever? I know. It, it's not that I don't think that he can be really good. It's that I don't want to be the guy who finds out. Right. And the guy who found out two years ago, if he was any good, yeah. won all of the leagues. Yeah. Yeah. So we know what the upside is. The upside is best player in fantasy. The downside is like he has arthritis <laughs> and he needs to take Phil Mickelson pills, and that's no good. That's no good at all. And the fact that he needs to be chewing CBD oil gum. <laughs> he really does, like Tiger Woods, right? That's and Phil. So, they both do it. Yeah. Um, when you're an old man, you got he, the, the arthritis. It makes a lot of sense. I love it. Um, I, I haven't seen you since Tiger won the Masters. I just thought it was phenomenal. But yeah. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, if you want to take the risk, if you're a risk taker in the first, I mean, I would never, I wouldn't do it in the first round. And I probably won't do it in the second. And that's the thing. Then and you're not you getting, have to. And then you're not, then you're not getting it. Exactly. You're not getting Someone him, so. will bite on that. How many touches do you think Gurley's going to get on average? 13? If he gets 13 no, in that see, offense, see, he's probably it, still a borderline RB1. It, it's not the fact that I don't think that he's going to get a whole bunch of work. Because I think that he will. He'll control the goal line. I can still see him up around 20 touches a game. It just seems like how efficient is he going to be? And if he even tweaks anything at this point, 
they're not going through what they did last year. They will shut him down. Yeah. And wait for him to get healthy for the playoffs so they have a healthy girl. Exactly. And if you're the Rams, too, like, I mean, Sean McVay drafted his own guy in Henderson, like why not just limit the touches for Gurley? Like, you don't really need him to have success yeah, in so, the regular season. So, well, he could still potentially be. That's why I think about moving, like, Jacobs ahead of him. Not that I think that Jacobs is – I mean, Jacobs could be great. Jacobs could be bad. Opportunity. But he's just going to touch the ball all uh, the time. A ton. Yeah. Yeah. I would I, I would go Jacobs ahead of him. I would go Mack ahead of him. I like Marlon Mack a lot. Yeah, I like Marlon Mack, too. So that would be the kind of tier of guys that we're talking about here. If you went, like, Thomas – and Hopkins, like one, two in the first two rounds, yeah. you would end up in the like Marlon Mack, Josh Jacobs, Darius Geis, Kenyon Drake. Like that's the tier of Devonta Freeman. Yeah, like, those are the guys that are now your running back if one. You, and you basically need to go running back, running back, running back. Yeah. So in that athletic mock draft that I'm talking about, Hopkins, Thomas, I went running back, running back, running back. But you're left in a situation, and I was sitting and staring at three guys and Freeman. Um, Fournette and Derrick Henry and it's like wow one of these guys is gonna be my RB1 then you're in a situation where okay do I reach a little bit I, I think you have to take Freeman with that pick I took Fournette but I can I mean I have them it's back one of the that. two right yeah, yeah it's one of the two it's like if you're not betting like Henry on- is not gonna do much for you in a PPR league and that's why that's what that's why I just put him off to the side a little bit and then it's Montgomery in the fourth if you want to reach in him or Chris Carson but then you're you're really left in that situation do you want one of those backs they're probably gonna frustrate you all year. no you don't or do you want to take one of the top 10? And you probably just want to take one of these top 10 in those first two tiers. And looking at your third tier, I mean, you could make a case for David Johnson in, in that second one if you want okay, to. So so last week I had uh, the fantasy football counselor on. Okay. He, he's got takes, he does by he the way. ever. Just the hottest, the most scorching takes yeah, you could ever have. He does. He, he <laughs> fires. The, he's like Siege in a way. He gets the people fired up. Yeah. It's very much, I love this guy. I hate this guy. <laughs> and realistically, that's where you want to be. Yes. I'm very much on board yeah. with that. But yeah. I, I just enjoyed hearing the hot takes. He had David Johnson at number one. <laughs> okay. I was like, whoa. And then he had. He said he would take Derrick Henry with the second pick of the second round. <laughs> I was like, and he said that the floor for it would be 1,400 yards. The floor. The floor. He said possibly 2,000 yards this year. Wow. For, for Henry? For Henry. I was like, I'd rather draft Deion Lewis at the very end because <laughs> he might outscore him. <laughs> I think that Tennessee learned something with Derrick but Henry to Lef- give him the ball. But LaFleur is now gone. Right, but LaFleur is now Tennessee gone. is going to be shit this year. I'm going to be crap So again. what are they going to be running? Yeah, Never. exactly. It's That's the same thing. It's What we saw towards the end of the season last season was nice. So you're getting all those touches. He was... You know, by the time teams were in the third and fourth quarter, those defenses didn't want to tackle Henry. Like, there is a bit of, like, give him the football, he is the but o- also move the football off with through the air. Mark Smerido hasn't he's he hasn't been able to do that. We he get Ryan shown. Tannehill in there, and now he has a now he has another offensive. Co- I think this is four different offensive coordinators for him in five years. He's he's now the, he's now undergoing what we like to call the uh, Sam Bradford procedure. My this is what goodness. happened to him. And he just got fucked for life. Yeah, like so. There's no confidence in that offense, and that, and he's always he's down there. But David Johnson. You know, he had that bad stretch in the first few weeks. I, w- I worry just about what his role is going to be on this team. Like, I talk about, like, Zeke potentially regressing in terms of receptions. Like, is Cliff Kingsbury really going to throw to a running back all the time? Don't they just take shots down the field? Well, they're going to be they're going to be behind a lot. I mean, that team is still brutal, which I would say leads to a lot of Kyler Murray rushing. Yeah, not necessarily David Johnson rushing. And it, and have you seen him run? He can run. Yeah, he's fast. Wow, he's fast. Yeah, he really is. Um, but again, like they didn't know how to use him at the first in the first few weeks, and then they started to. And even as inconsistent as he was, he still finishes an RB one. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I have him ranked. At yeah, number I mean, 12. where you got him is fine. He's, he, I have him ranked sure. as an RB one. But the, like, there's, there's like, going to be ass this year. 
Like they're not they gonna are. be good. Yeah, they're gonna be brutal again. I mean, there were games. There was a game last year where they didn't cross midfield. Was that the Denver game? I think I believe the Denver I, or, the, or the Rams. Like they didn't cross midfield. There was a Thursday night game where they lost like fifty to nothing to the to the Broncos. <laughs> they had run like three offensive I, plays in the red zone. I remember because I bet on Arizona to win because. I'm good at betting. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that third range has a lot of question marks. I think Mac is the safest out of that, out of the bunch. Like, Damian Williams. I I actually think Jacobs is the safest. Because of opportunity? Yeah, because I think he he just written in. Sure. Give him his 350 touches combined, all the goal line work. He's not coming off the field. They'll run him into the – Gruden's not afraid to run people. No, 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 no. But he could be almost like David Johnson from last year where it's like, yeah, he has 350 touches for – 3.3 yards per carry. Yeah, exactly. Um, Damian Williams is the biggest – mystery to me absolutely i had davis on he was all about him not sure not surprising but like if if he's anything like he was towards the end of last year he's like the best guy but then he's i get the these like Kenyon drake flashes in my head it should that and that's who it reminds me of yeah not even just that he came from miami it's just that yeah. that end of the season that drake had two years ago be like man drake is fucking awesome yeah and, and he's going to dominate yeah and, and then I mean, by the time you get around to the season like oh yeah he's not the starter anymore great and the chiefs i mean they re-upped in the offseason i think they signed him to a two-year deal andy Reid has done nothing but talk you know all about and him and they, we know andy Reid what he they does bring in carlos Hyde. and then they bring in carlos Hyde, and then they draft a couple backs and i think carlos Hyde is good like i i he's do a, why I, I don't think that he's good i don't i also don't think that he's bad I, he's not bad. He's a he's perfect just, backup running back. I guess, yeah, sure. He's a perfect running backup running back, but he's he's twice flirted with a thousand yards, just under a thousand yards on bad teams. He had one season where he had eighty-seven targets and like fifty some odd catches. So he can, if he was given this role, if anything happened, Damian Williams has never played a full season. I think the most touches he's ever had in the year is carries is sixty. Well, as someone who used to try to mine some value, uh, PPR value in very deep leagues out of the Miami backfield, I can tell you, Damian Williams, case of the dizzies a lot, right? Not afraid to get rocked and exactly. be out for six weeks. Exactly, he's not very big. He he he. Again, he has not had a full season of touching the ball twenty times a game. Like maybe he's going to do that in the first well, few maybe weeks. Maybe I have. He's too. a huge risk in my opinion. I think he's a huge risk, and I think if you draft him, you need to draft Carlos Hyde. Yeah, you probably have to. That, that's I think true. he might be one of the better handcuffs in football. Yeah, who would be the best handcuffs this year? You're not. You don't want any. You don't want any of Dallas's backup. L- Latavius, the Mur- first Latavius. Latavius, but, but you're going to pay for him. Yeah, but you mid thirties. Like, you, you could probably use him as a flex most Agreed. weeks anyway. I like Latavius Eckler, but I guess we saw Josh Jackson exactly take that role. Yeah, but Eckler sure. will still have his role, so yeah, he'll still be usable. Absolutely. So instead of getting like thirty eight percent of the snap share. Yeah. If Gordon's out and Jackson's in, maybe he gets like forty six percent. Yeah, and just ups a little bit, but he'd still be usable. Sure. Yeah, we saw we saw that last year. He's not a guy that runs between the tackles very well. And James Conner, like, what are you going? Sure, we love the fact Pittsburgh's, but then there's going to be a little bit of a mess there with Samuels, Samuels and, and Snell and Snell, um, Edo Smith maybe. But he had an opportunity too, didn't he? Like Tevin yeah, he, Coleman sucked, and then they gave was, him the ball, good. and he, he wasn't, wasn't good. good. Uh, obviously, I mean, you got to wait for Kareem Hunt, but. David Johnson, they're, I mean, they're talking up Chase Edmonds. Like, he's kind of free, but then you're stuck in the fact that the offense just sucks and they're not going to score any points. Do so you think that Chase might Ed- be the best? Do you think that Chase Edmonds has a bigger role this year? I think he does, yeah. Well, I then th- that would hurt the bottom it would, line. It would, it, would hurt, it would hurt him a little bit, yeah. But all out of all of those guys, I mean, who's the back that you want in that offense is Kansas City. Yeah. It's Kansas City. That's why we like Damian Williams. We're, we're willing to draft him as an RB1 on the f- pure fact that he just had – Four to five really good games in this Chiefs offense. He's never been a guy that has had 200-plus touches or carries. I have, I, have, I have some concerns. I think we all should. 
Yeah, so I think that like when I because he's a part of like tier three and like the tiers don't. I think match it's fair. Yeah, it, the tiers fair. don't match up perfectly. Like a tier three and tight end would not go you know right after tier three at running back, obviously. Right. Yeah. But if we think about like the the tier two receivers that I have are like Thomas Jones, Beckham, Brown, and Schuster with Hopkins and Adams as tier one. And then the tier three guys are like Allen, Hilton, Evans, Edelman, Green, Cooper, Thielen, and Diggs. Like, would you take any of those guys above Damian Williams? All of those guys above Damian Williams? Or I would take Allen. I would take Allen, Ty, Evans, um, Thielen, AJ. I'm kind of just uh, want to deal with him again. The, uh, but Jake, it's fine. Jake, Jake and I actually talked about AJ Green in very much that sense. That, like people are just sick of owning him, right? And that, and if he's going to fall into the third round because of that, I will take him in the third round. Yeah, like, he's so good. He was actually on pace for his best season ever before he got hurt. He really was. I mean, the Bengals are trash again. They're going to be throwing the football a ton. He's lost an O-lineman for the year. Yeah, their first pick. Like, it's yeah, brutal, brutal stuff. But, yeah, I would take all those guys. I think Thielen, yeah, I was going to put him in that second tier, but I can't. But it's close. I really think – I believe in Thielen, what he did Listen, last year. Listen, I, I think that he's very good. There's a reason yeah. that he's with A.J. Green and Amari yeah. Cooper. But, like, yeah. I just think Edelman's a way safer bet. This is PPR scoring. Yeah, PPR scoring, for sure. I mean, another year of Edelman doing the same thing he's always done. Exactly. Yeah. 12 targets Absolutely. a game, 8 catches, 89 yeah. yards, hopefully he scores a touchdown. So I would take those wide outs, but you're, you know, by the time you have to make the choice of Cooper or Diggs or even Green I think I just, or even Edelman, or just, Williams is probably gone. Damian yeah. Williams is probably gone. I mean, Edelman, I have ranked higher than I think most people do. Yeah. So he's a guy that you could probably wait around on based off like my rank, like where yeah. I would have him ranked overall. Yeah. You could probably wait around yeah. and then take Julian Edelman. So you wouldn't necessarily have to make that choice. But if it came down to like, yeah, Murray Cooper, Damian Williams, I would take Damian the Williams. The thing with Damian Williams and... Like, Amari Cooper and Derrick Henry are like the same guy to me. Yeah. Like, Cooper's going to have five awesome games and then he's just going to kill you. Yeah. And maybe, maybe this is different now. Maybe that he's not in Oakland. Maybe he has a modicum of consistency. Well, they at least used him properly. Like, he hadn't had... Yeah, run down the field, Amari. We'll throw it to His him. first few games in Oakland, they didn't target him on an opening drive once. Not once did they target their best player on their team. So you think it's like a basketball situation <laughs> where if you don't get everyone involved early, they check out of the game? Maybe. I don't know. But use your best weapon. You suck as it is. Dallas used him all the time. Let's use him in the red zone. Let's target him. And he wasn't even the best weapon. And yeah, and he wasn't even the best weapon. Exactly. So the thing with Williams, I'm starting to come around. I just, just started thinking about this if you draft in the first four you could have a, a backfield of the first tier elliot barkley you, you, McCaffrey, you could Kamara. have elliot chubb williams if you wanted yeah yeah and then if williams doesn't pan out you still have yourself a top five running back a solid solid running back and if he does pan out and just gives you 10 games of last year damian williams then you have two of our probably the best backs in the league but then you've gone three running backs to start your team. You know you're going to have to reach on Carlos Hyde at some point. Like, what does the rest of your team look like at that point? Like, who's your wide receiver one? Robert Woods? Yeah, then that's not great. But, I mean, you okay. don't have to go back, back, back. You can go back, you can go back, back sure. wide receiver. And then maybe, maybe you're looking at, maybe you're looking at Diggs or Cooper. Yikes. But maybe you're looking at one of those two as your wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, your wide receiver one could be like Galladay, Godwin, Robbie Anderson and Mike Williams. That can be your four, like boom, 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 yeah. boom. And just hope they're really good. It's not awful. It's not terrible. I mean, I would prefer to have a really good wide receiver. <laughs> sure. That same. would be nice. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, that's that's kind of where Williams is going, where, like, if you're in the first few picks, you you it's gonna, he's going to be staring there, sitting there staring at you in, with the, in your second pick. So we talked about these tight ends. Like, I have Kelsey on a tier of his own. 
like I said, yeah, I, I think that he's in contention to be a first round pick. I might actually rank him that way. And then Kittle and Ertz, probably third round picks is when I would start to get interested. But I don't know if I want to invest that much. It's funny, I'm, I'm talking about Kelsey in the first round. But I don't yeah. know if I want to invest a third into either one of those guys. And then Davis made a good point that the Howard Henry Ingram tier, who I do have next, yeah. they're just being overdrafted. They are. They're, like yeah. they're going too high that Fourth, the move fifth, probably sixth, is yeah. at that point. Just wait. Yeah, just wait. I I love like I think Herndon is this year's breakout guy that you can get in the middle ten. He's not even double going, digit rounds. He's not even going drafted in some places. Yeah, so. Herndon. I think Gasicki is. Yeah, I think he's in a, a breakout spot. Like everyone too. just like Agreed. everyone forgets that rookie tight ends suck. Right, and then year two, like they can take a step forward, like Kittle. Yeah, and but Kittle was like okay. Yeah, year one playing with okay. CJ Guilty Beathard. <laughs> But not, not the Hall of Famer Nick Mullins. No, yeah. I, get, I mean, you got Jake Seeley here in brackets. Like, I, I don't, he doesn't like Cook either, though. Does, no, does anybody I, like Cook? No, no one likes Jared Cook. Yeah. I mean, you do. I, we have him in. in uh, no, we don't. I I there's no, there's no chance that we have him. I don't. Our, our I team. know. I don't like Cook. I liked the opportunity at times last year, but I mean, he's playing with the Saints. It's funny. Like, is his opportunity better or worse now that you play for fantasy points? It's it's probably it's probably worse. I mean, the offense is better, but it's probably worse because. At times, he was the number one, especially when Cooper was gone. Yeah. He was the number one option in that offense. Yeah, probably why Oakland sucked, by the way. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a good call. It's <laughs> exactly probably why. Uh, like the other guys, like people are talking up Hooper. Like, I don't want Austin Hooper. I don't want Hooper either. I, I see him trending up. He is trending up with with, with each year. I've, I've seen the progress Sure, but him. now but now they bring in Dirk Cutter. Yeah. You need to cut her. Yeah. So it's another, and we've seen the Matt Ryan first-year offensive coordinator. That's when the offense takes yeah. a downturn, and he's yeah. like every other year. And people yeah. are talking about Calvin Ridley being a big breakout again. They're like, so not only like Matt Ryan had a huge year last year. He did. So not only is Julio going to be the same, Calvin Ridley's going to get better. Also, Austin Hooper's going to get better too. Like, and there's just still not that Sanu's much hanging around who has meet, has some decent games here and there too. Yeah, but that's all just when he throws for touchdowns. <laughs> Yeah, sure. and julio drops them in the end zone yeah you have to ask yourself is atlanta's defense going to be as bad like it maybe not and they threw for, they threw the ball a ton last year because everybody was hurt in, yeah in how many guys didn't they, lose, they, like, lost they lost keanu neal in the first game like it, the first play of the thursday nighter so if you go look at matt ryan's numbers you will see good bad good bad good bad good uh, but you also see the most throws in like a long time the most you know completions like all of that like he was just throwing the ball a ton where if the defense is a little bit better, better, maybe they don't. Plus, Freeman wasn't there, too, to run the football. They didn't have anyone to run the football. This is true. So, yeah, I think I'd go Kittle. Maybe if one of these guys from, like, Tier 2, not Jared, Tier 3, sorry, uh, 4, Jared, Jared Cook aside, like Vance, Najoku, Ebron, Walker, Herndon. Yeah. If one of those guys basically fell to the end, I would yeah. take one of them. But it's probably going to be, like, Gasicki. Doyle's not bad either in that range. Yeah. Doyle's People like, are going to forget about Doyle's him. Doyle's like the homeless man, Zach Ertz. He's like Zach Ertz with no touchdowns. <laughs> but Ertz is getting touchdowns now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, why yeah. he's the homeless man, Zach yeah. Ertz. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Like Ricky Seals-Jones as a part of that Arizona offense, if we do think that they're taking shots downfield and they're always down and they're going to be throwing, mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, I have no faith in it, but I can see it. And even I even though I said that like rookie tight ends are trash, like yeah. Noah Fant is in a good position he to is. do a lot. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. You have two second-year receivers. In yeah. Sutton and Hamilton. Yeah. We don't know when Sanders is going to be back. And he's the starting tight end yeah. who doesn't block and only runs routes. Exactly. And Flacco is, loves throwing to tight ends. Right? Loves it. Has always loved it. So 
Pitta, Dennis Pitta, his boy. If he could have Pitta back, he he would. So. I mean, Dennis Pitta might try to come out of retirement again. Maybe get Todd Heat back. John always probably that's probably what he said. Listen, we're gonna make it when they acquired him. He's like, listen, we're drafting a tight end first round just for <laughs> don't you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just for you. So I, I'm again. I'll go back to Hernan. He, he's a guy that I've I've drafted already a couple times. I'm gonna have my eyes on him as the breakout is guy. It, is it one or two games he's suspended? Two to begin the year. Is it two? Yeah, it'd be like glug glug vroom vroom. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm unaware of that. I need to change my tune on Herndon. I now I could get him for free. I hope he's suspended that, that's why, for that's, two games. That's why I'm saying that he's not going yeah, drafted. Okay. Um, did I was not aware of that. Nice. So I think it just like randomly hang. I randomly came out and like Chris Herndon pleads guilty to DUI. Will face suspension. Okay. Expected to serve suspension. Two game suspension. Two game suspension. So he's going to be my pick in every league in the last round, and I'll just. Deal but with what it. will you do the first two weeks of tight <laughs> I'll end? I'll just deal with it. I'll like. Jacecki or 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 Walt, Mark Andrews, Walt Disley, yeah, or or yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot going on in Seattle these days. Let's talk about Seattle for a second. Yeah. I, I've seen I, in my wide receiver rankings, I have a locket down pretty far. I have him one spot behind Elshon Jeffrey, which is like the bottom of the 30s. And it seems like a lot of people have him like the early, yeah, early 20s. I have him in the bottom, like around pick 30 yeah. uh, at wide receiver, and a lot of people have him that like Godwin, Ridley, yeah. Brand, Brandon Cooks range. Like yeah. I get it. But he was ultra efficient last year, for one thing. Yeah, so was Wilson. Two, they went and drafted DraftKings Metcalf. So he's <laughs> going to be out there. And who knows? I, he feels like an Amari Cooper type. He's going to oh, have yeah. like four huge games yeah, he, and do nothing yeah, else. Yeah. You have these two tight ends with Disley and Vinette. Yeah. David Moore is going to catch random touchdowns. So it was Jaron Brown. Yeah. I, I don't, and they're going to try to run the ball every single play. Like, I, I think they that, could all be bad. I think they all could be. I think Russell Wilson is it could be a bust. He was uber efficient last year wilson is i think i feel like even if all the receivers are quote-unquote bad from a fantasy perspective i don't think that discludes russell wilson from being good in fantasy because you can just spread it all around if six different guys are contributing yeah at least they're all contributing through russell what wilson. if Matcalf sucks like this guy has a two percent body fat that's not normal no, no, that's, I mean, that's tough. I don't know if he can go through a full season of being the number two. Like, he said he has 0% body fat. I saw an interview with him. And I don't like, think that's that you not be, normal. I don't think that you could be alive with 0% <laughs> yeah, body fat. Yeah, he's like, but, like, that's not capable. And Tyler Lockett has never been the one before. Like, yeah, he can move around. He runs great routes, and he has fantastic hands. He's quick. He's very quick. So, I'm, I'm like, he could probably still be decent, but he's never been a one before. Uh, I think he's getting overdrafted in leagues. They want to run the football. Only Baltimore ran the football more than them. It's because Lamar Jackson ran the ball like 100 times. Like so, And that's what they want to do. That's why the only guy in Seattle I want is Chris Carson. Nobody's given him any love again. I, uh, and I don't believe in Rashad Penny. I don't believe in Rashad Penny either, but it seems like they're going to give him a crack. So, again, we're going to have to see. The Seahawks telegraph their hand pretty amazingly in the preseason. Just watch what they do week one of the preseason, and that's what they're going to be doing. Yeah. For that's sure. what they did with Carson Lasher. And I'm like, oh, no, not Chris Carson. Yeah. He was on our team, our, our league-winning yeah. team. And we yeah, got him for free. Got, exactly. And, again, he's going, like, RB 28, 30 or whatever. And what he finished, like, maybe fifth or sixth in rushing yards. Like, he was top five in almost every single category, besides catches. But, like, red zone opportunities, that's the downfall. That is the downfall. But so if you're going to get him as your RB 3. Sure, or even RB 4 at this point because people are, like, off of him. But I have him down with Miles Sanders, Lamar Miller, Tevin Coleman, Chris Carson, Peyton Barber, Tariq Cohen, Deion Lewis, LaShawn McCoy. Good God. What's it, what's it? I would put him in. I would honestly put him in the Montgomery Lindsey Johnson. I mean, Michelle's got this knee injury. Like, I'd rather Carson than Michelle. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, and Philip Lindsey? Yeah, I'm. He's set. He's set up to be a bust this year for sure. I think. I mean, I don't think he's he could get 200 plus carries. 
Rolls Royce Freeman. Maybe they want to get him involved a little bit more. I Philip Lindsay said he's a, just a small little back. Very impressed with what he did last year. Definitely out of the backfield, he's a, he's a plus. But I don't know, man. He's another guy I'm gonna have some concerns of. Do you have any concerns about James White? Because I don't. Nah, he's he's just the man. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he's, he's his role will remain unchanged. Yeah, it feels like he's great. He finished as an RB one last year. Unbelievable. He was free. Nobody talked about him. Nobody talked he's, about him at all. At the, I was drafting Rex Burkhead in the third round. <laughs> James White was free. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Real savvy. So now we have to we have to spend on James White this year, but whatever. Who cares? If you're playing in a full point PPR league, I mean, he's going to continue to get work. He's just going to be involved. You worry about Cook, Delvin Cook? Yeah, I have I have some concerns, but I think it's worth it's worth it. I think the Minnesota offense will be better as a whole. Actually, and this is another like we know about quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins, whatever. It's another guy who just you can you can just draft in the sixteenth round. He never he they didn't have a run game really. Like Latavius is fine, but he never caught the ball. So Dalvin Cook, and he's he's a big player in PPR leagues too. Lots of catches out of the back. He, well, whenever he touches the ball, he looks super explosive. It just, yeah. you, was he played 15 games in two years? Yeah. So that's why. Does that make Alexander Madison a good handcuff to go yeah. pick up? Yeah. Or is it going to be like CJ Ham and Boone and like those losers from last year? No, I think I think he's a good handcuff. Just the way Latavius was last year. He's a good handcuff that if anything happens to Cook, you just, you just plug him in there. But that's like to me personally, I would go DJ over Cook. Man, Chubb, I wish Chubb was just... Where would you have Chubb if Kareem Hunt wasn't even in the picture? Do you even care same, about Kareem Hunt? Same, same spot. It's not that I don't care about Kareem Hunt. Is that if I rank Chubb... I think I have him ranked number 9. That's what that is, or number 10. Yeah. That if he lives up to being the number 10 overall fantasy running back, like he's not losing his job. Right, yeah. And if he does, that means he sucked anyway. So it's no real big deal because he was awful to begin with. Yeah, I think he's awesome. I think Nick Chubb is great. I and don't think there's any need for Kareem Hunt. But If that is an offense that's going to score a ton of points, he's going to score a ton of touchdowns. Yeah, no, I agree. Just pass to him. Just pass to him. Yeah, I, so I just think Carson is, I think he's much better than Tevin Coleman. See, I like I, where you have Peyton Barber. I like. I think you know he's free. He's going to be a target of mine. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of shares. In, of him. Unless we find out that Ronald Jones like has decent. distinctly taken this job, which yeah. just doesn't feel like he has. That Barber's yeah, he's a free running back who's going to not really do a ton, but you'll get 16 to 20 touches a game. Yeah, which is good enough on bye weeks. Or maybe he's just good this year. Yeah, maybe. Who may, knows? Yeah, maybe he just is. And who knows what Bruce Arians going to do? Obviously, he didn't want to draft a back. He knew what he had going in. Like, well, Jai is still out there. As of right now, I don't know if he has any knees left, but he's available. I would say no, he doesn't have any <laughs> knees left. I know he went in and to see Frank Reich, who he worked with in Philly. To yeah, go they see had the Marlon Colts, Mack. It, they really, just said, no, no, no. Are no we thanks. sleeping on Marlon Mack? Yes. Like, is he just the guy? Yes. I do worry. I mean, I guess if they're going to be good, it's not going to be a problem. But every time they get down, Naheem Hines is in the game. Every time they get down, yeah. But it, that's the thing. They're good. Then they bring in a couple more weapons, I think, will help Mack. You know, they have to give a little bit of respect to Devin Punches, whatever. Paris Campbell, I think, is, is Paris Campbell. I think he's going to be good. So the offensive line is phenomenal. We know that. It's great. And Andrew Luck, obviously. They also get Deion Kane back, too. Deion Kane is another player. And, I, and I liked him last year. I was going to say, Devin Funches is basically their fourth-string yeah. tight end. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he really he's is. He's behind <laughs> Doyle, Ebron, Mo Ali Cox, then it's Devin Funches. There's another tight end for, yeah, is it 
Cox? Yes, yeah, Mo Ali Cox. They were raving about him the other day, too. I'm like, guys. Like, you have so many tight ends. Gonna, they're going to be that guy in your league that hoards fantasy <laughs> quarterbacks on his bench, but they can't. And everyone's like, yeah, screw it. Ha- have five quarterbacks on your bench. Go nuts, man. We're not making a trade. You know how I think it's going to be this year's or last year's Eric Ebron is David Njoku. I think people are, they don't want anything to, to do with Njoku. Really? Because, yeah, like I've seen him go as tight end 10 or 11. That's where I like to draft my tight ends. Like I like to take them in. Yeah, if Njoku goes that low, I, I, I agree with you. He, he's I, the target. I think he like, will. Vance the same way. Like if Vance follows I think that people low. are going to reach on Vance. Yeah, I think I, I, you'll, you'll see those first three go. You see Kelsey, whatever, second round. Well, I've seen Kelsey and then George right after, and then Kittle or then Kittle right after, and then Ertz like six, seven after. I think that's too close. I think it's too close too. And then once you get past the, that second tier, I think you get into people reaching on, on McDonald, Ebron, who's a really, honestly, let's Listen, be I'm not reaching on Ebron. He's set it, up it, to fail. Yeah, I agree. 14 But like, I feel like people are reaching on Howard, Henry, and Ingram. Like, yeah. f- fifth round picks on those guys are not good picks. They might be good. It might turn out to work out. I agree. But I agree. For the, fifth round is too much. Like, would you rather have, and I know this is a strange situation. It depends on how your team yeah. works out. But in the fifth round, would you rather draft OJ Howard or Kenyon Drake? Yeah, I'd rather draft Drake. I think I'd rather have the running back. Me too. I would too. I agree. I'm, I'm, I absolutely agree with you there. We're on the same mindset. But like Njoku, I've, I've found has just been like that. And it's early. But I've done some mocks. He's he's been like ninth, tenth, eleventh tight end off the board in the middle rounds, and I don't think anybody wants anything to do with him because at times last year, when given the opportunity, he he disappointed, and also they bring in Odell Beckham Jr. They got Jarvis Landry there. They got Chubb. Like oh, they have all these guys. But Njoku feels like that tight end who is just going to be targeted in the red zone. And if that's the case, fine, whatever. If he's going to get five or six targets. And four of them or three of them in the red zone. That's what Eric Ebron was most of the season. He was just used in the red zone. Yeah, so the case against Njoku is like, oh, his market share is definitely going to go down. But extensive coverage on Njoku is going to go way down, too. Right? Well, he just might be wide open up the seams. In the red zone, I feel like, is going to be his – that's going to be their bread and butter. You're going to have Landrew, who's not a big red zone target, but a couple of years ago in Miami he was. They could use him that way. Beckham, Beckham scores touchdowns. Beckham scores touchdowns. And Chad Bulldoze. And, and Baker can run. Exactly. So, I mean, they have lots of options, obviously. That offense is going to be pretty legit. Probably maybe arguably the best team on, like, just on paper, roster-wise, both offensively and defensively. I think they may be the most skilled. Hmm. The Rams are still pretty good. The Rams are still pretty good. The defensively, Chief, maybe. I mean, the Chiefs' defense so is much. awful, but their offense is so good. Their offense is, yeah, it's unbelievable. The Chargers are close to the best team on paper. Their win total is 9.5. I mean, I jumped all over that already. They were a 12-win team last year. 9.5? What's going on? That's disrespect. It's disrespect. Maybe people think that the Broncos and Raiders are going to be better. Although I'm pretty sure that the Chargers lost the Raiders at one point last I'm year. I'm sure that they will again th- this year, too. Like, there's going to be one loss that Jeff pulls his hair out, but there's still oh, but that's double such, That's wins. such nice hair. It really is nice hair. Uh, quarterbacks. Yes. When are you thinking about targeting a quarterback? Because Mahomes is going in, what, late third, middle of the fourth kind of thing? You'd hope. You hope that he doesn't go in the first two rounds, three rounds. But I, I guarantee you people will take him there. For sure. That's they will. Yeah. Too high. It is too high. He's set up to be a bust, in my opinion. This See, I, I haven't Yeah, there's a fly going around. Yeah. You stink. You brought your stench in with you. Your terrible takes on Mahomes sucks. Mahomes is going to be a bust. He's not going to be a bust. Why not? There's he, been three quarterbacks. Because he's, he's going to throw like 35 touchdowns and 4,500 yards, and he's still going to be a top 10 guy. But he's just not going to blow out the field like he did last year. Sure, he's not going to blow out the field. He's not going to throw 50 touchdowns again. 
Just right, he, he's not going to do that. But just because, because he doesn't throw 50 touchdowns ever. But just because he doesn't throw 50 touchdowns doesn't make him a bust. If Tyreek Hill is suspended for eight games, is Patrick Mahomes finishing as QB1? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's he throwing the ball to? Kelsey. Me, Cole, hard man. <laughs> Sammy Watkins for four games. Damian Williams. Then he'll start running it. Then he'll throw left-handed. The guy's amazing. I know he's amazing, and it just makes me sick to even say anything negative about him or call him a bust. Like, he's a stud. Look at those numbers. Like, phenomenal. Like, he really is. Like, he'd probably work with anybody off the street. I get it. But if Tyreek Hill is, is gone from this team for eight games, I think it's it's a big issue. I, I don't know. I would, I would never draft him because he's going to go too early. To answer your question, I start thinking – it depends. If guys are going to sit there and – just let quarterbacks fly off the board. That's different. Let's just, I took Luck in the six. So, for for example, I will take Luck in the six every single time. If he's there in the six, I'll Would take you him. take Luck in the fourth round? No. He has to he has to fall to the, so the six. The, the sixth six would be a cutoff, right? Yeah. And then, so and like then I'm really waiting until probably round 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I mean, I think Watson and Rodgers are a cut above everyone else. I have Baker Mayfield on a tier by himself in between everyone else because I do think that he's good, but it feels like he's definitely going to be overdrafted. Absolutely. Like, if he's going any... in the fifth round, I'm not taking Baker. In yeah. The fifth and he round. will go in the fifth round, Pat. Everyone loves Baker in Cleveland. Do you know who our, I think he is, our fantasy quarterback is? We'd our draft back in like March. Yeah. I think we have Josh Allen again. I hope so. <laughs> Josh Allen, Jameis Winston. Those are the two guys you probably want to take. I'm Josh Allen to me is he's going to be a borderline quarterback one. He's not drafted like that. His ADP right now is like 20. Yeah. Everyone's drafting Kyler. Everyone's drafting Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Assuming that Josh Allen's just not going to do what he did again. But right. Why would that change? So what else do the bills do? So let's, let's trash Jake a little bit since he's not going to listen. So (laughs) in his rankings and projections, he's got Lamar Jackson as like quarterback 10. I can see. So why not have Josh Allen there? Plus, Why have him at 16 plus or 17? Josh Allen can throw. He can throw a deep ball. He's connected already in a small sample size with Robert Foster up the field. Like nobody had a higher A dot than Robert Foster. Now they got John Brown. Now who they just got Brown who does the, the same thing as well. Bring in your boy Cole Beasley. The bees. The bees. They got like 500 running backs, but the offensive line improved. And nobody had more red zone rushing attempts than him on his own team last year because he loves to call his own number and run around. He's going to scramble a little bit when guys are not getting open. I like Josh Allen a lot, actually. So do I. He's got a safe floor. He had like 630 rushing yards, roughly. Is it right there? Yeah, 631. In what? Eight starts? Yeah. 13 games? And his injury was he followed through and hit his hand off a helmet. It's yeah. not like he got banged up. Like he's a huge fucking dude. He's a huge dude. I like Josh. I'm fine with him being my quarterback one. And I, I and in this third range, I will take some shots. I'll take some shots on guys like if Newton's going to fall down the board, if people are afraid of him and the injury, I'll take a I, shot. I'm, on I'm not afraid of Cam Newton. Yeah, I'll take a shot on Cam Newton. So I should definitely like, well, let's play some. Would you rather have Drew Brees or Josh Allen? I think I'd rather have Josh Allen. Really? I really would. I think I would. And, and I have to put in context of where they're going. I have to dr- draft. No, I'm Brees. just talking about. Okay, overall, just, you don't care if they're the same price? Like there's, there's, there's no price attached to these guys. Who's better, Breeze or Josh well, Allen? Probably Breeze. G- no, definitely a higher ceiling. And we're going to say no no strings attached to any of this. Just okay. you're sitting okay. there. They're all available to pick up free off the waiver wires, the scenario that we're playing. Okay. I know that's not a realistic sure. case, but that's I, how we're doing I like this game. Winston or Josh Allen? I go Winston. Russell Wilson or Josh Allen? It sounds like you would take Josh Allen. Yeah, I would. Cam yeah. Newton or Josh Allen? Cam Newton. Okay. Would you go Matt Ryan or Josh Allen? I'd probably go Matt Ryan there. Okay. I'd like his weapons. Kyler Murray or Josh Allen? I would go Josh Allen. Garoppolo or Josh Allen? Or Josh Allen. 
Wentz or J- your boy Wentz? I would go Wentz. There. I think there's just I. Th- That's your Philly homerism. It's not, and you know what the problem I have with Wentz is he's always hurt. He's always hurt. People are really starting to talk him up now. Oh, it could be MVP. Our boy Andy Holloway from the Footballers has him as quarterback three. When like he's a big presence, in, like you are inside the fantasy football community. When people start talking about that, people start overdrafting guys. But if I'm Carson Wentz is going up. He's going to go into double digits, all those weapons. I'm going to put him one spot. I'm going to move him up five spots, put him ahead of Kyler Murray. I think that Murray's going to be a good fantasy player. I think he will be a good fantasy player, too. I really do. But, again, we're playing this game where there's no cost. Murray's going ahead of Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen's free. Yeah. That's why I've ended up with Josh Allen. Safe, man. We were talking about Tyrod Taylor two years ago as being a borderline QB1. Why? Because he ran the ball around a lot on Buffalo. And And there's more upside with Josh Allen. Is LaShawn McCoy going to do any, like, I think does he have a better chance of rushing or just gaining <laughs> over a thousand yards this year or being cut before the season's Better starts? chance of being cut. Better chance of being cut. That's so crazy. It is crazy. Then who's, the, who's their back? They got guy? Frank Orr. They have Gore, but they, they drafted They got TJ Eldon and Singletary. Singletary, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So he's he's basically free in drafts, too. And people are talking about him in Dynasty, obviously. It makes sense. because I think I, I'd, I'd spend court. a 15th round pick on him. Why not? Yeah, you should. You should. It, it, I, I talked about this a lot, too. I believe it, who it was with but like not drafting a defense or kicker. it was with jake not that drafting a defense or kicker at your draft just draft the single terries of the world and yeah yeah and just see if mccoy gets cut especially and if not, you can just drop him by week one yeah especially if you draft in the first week of august or something yeah like hey the, the week before the season you might not want to yeah you that, might not want to but, but yeah i, I, I love it's just two extra bench spots exactly then you can figure it out if someone always gets hurt on your team that always happens always happens unfortunately you know we're gonna probably see a couple injuries throughout preseason Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, say no. No one ever talks about that because you can't predict who it's going to be. Obviously, you can't predict. Although it's probably going to be Carson Wentz. <laughs> Don't even fl- wrap him up in bubble wrap for who's, the preseason. Who's their backup now? Is it Barkley? Um, they brought in. No, um, uh, they brought in Cody Kessler. Oh boy, I like Cody Kessler. <laughs> oh, Good backup. Man, I wish Not terrible. I wish they had. Nick Wait till Goff goes down and Blake Bortles is awesome with the Rams. It'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious. All those weapons he's using, better offensive line. Well, what do you make of Foles in Jacksonville? Like, I are they going to be like good now? I think they'll be. I think they'll defense. Their defense will be better because yeah, will their offense actually be I, any good? I, it now? has to be, doesn't it? You'd think so. I mean, teams are just stacking the box nonstop with Leonard Fournette. Like Leonard Fournette has, he's never he hasn't been efficient at all. <laughs> <laughs> fly just it's totally fly, just man. <laughs> now i'm the stinky one <laughs> it, it's you could actually blame me when i walked in the door i watched the fly fly right in so we that's had a, totally on me someone left a whole bunch of garbage outside the door like that'll do around it. this time last year and then all of a sudden there was like 300 flies in here that'll do and it. i was walking around with rage just like power spraying them all <laughs> then paul and i both dying got, on the spot then paul and i both got sick uh, yeah <laughs> the raid is on the floor if you're looking for it not sponsored by the Pat Mayo Experience. Yeah, not sponsored. Ah, fuck! <laughs> no, I just cut myself on the bottom of the table. Oh, no. That's oh, on your forehead. That's going to be good. Um, I'll try not to spray it at you. How about that? Yeah, try that. It, listen, the offense has to be better, doesn't it? I mean, they can't stack the box. they got to give a little bit of respect to Nick Foles. Um, I like D.D. Westbrook. I, I think he's good. I, yeah, but I always like D.D. Westbrook. You know what that does not do profit yeah. for me i'm gonna i'm gonna overdraft him again i feel like you and i always like marquise lee too i do but now he's gonna be but now he's but now i've moved on to dd from marquise yeah and, and we all should because dd is he's very similar um to marquise when we play in the slot and they can move him around a little bit but yeah i think the offense is is got to be a little bit more efficient 
And that will help the defense out too because, you know, if you look at the numbers overall, their defense wasn't that bad. Yeah, they allowed a lot of points. They didn't allow a lot through the air. It's just Blake Bortles always turned the ball over in their end and they were just screwed every yeah. single time. And we see this happen every single year is that whoever the elite defense is, that the one year, like the overwhelming awesome every defense, year. it just it doesn't sustain itself because so much of being an elite defense does require some luck. Yeah. Like you can be good and be unlucky and then it makes it seem like you're not so good. Yeah. You can be good and lucky and it makes it seem like you're the 85 Bears. Right. Yeah. Like Jacksonville from two years ago was just at the quarterback's throat every single time. Yeah. People figured out their schemes a little bit. You know, it was just another year. You had some film on them. All of a sudden, you can block them a little bit. Is the bit. Bears offense or defense going to be great again this no, year? No, I don't think they well, were pretty lucky. Like people at home that are listening like, oh, you want the Bears defense? You, you don't because you don't want to draft yeah, them. Yeah, you wanted them last you year. You wanted them last year. It's when you wanted them. Yeah, and when nobody – I remember taking them last year, liking them, and then being like, well, I'm just going to bench them week one against Aaron Rodgers. Well, like just like knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the game. <laughs> yeah. They were that good. So I, I think, think the offense would be better, but Foles is never going to be a I starting think, quarterback. No, I don't think fantasy. he's going to be a starting quarterback. I'm just wondering about Super Superflex. Like, does he make Fournette better? I think he will. Yeah, I think he makes Fournette better because, like I said, you're not going to stack the box – uh, a ton I, he's already you know everyone's building a rapport with everyone with you know no pads but you he has you don't really hear a whole lot of negative news you coming don't. out of otas yeah. everyone just has a great connection <laughs> everyone's friends nick it's Foles. like night one of people when they go on the challenge you know before the competition starts everyone's great pals <laughs> then the game starts and everyone's at each other's throats like big brother the other day everyone's are, are you watching i am you know that i am yeah remember am. we tried to do that show and cbs shut us down yep I do remember that. That was weird. That was really weird. And they were all over us, like, right away. Yeah, like, immediately. Immediately when we put that, that podcast, that show up, they were all over us, which is which was a little strange. But See, I haven't seen The Fly. Now I'm going to put down The Raid. Yeah, it's scary. Maybe you should just leave it up. No, but now it's going to come back. But Foles has apparently built a rapport oh, with somebody who will not get drafted. Was there a rookie tight end that they drafted? I think it was Oliver. Josh Oliver, perhaps. I'm not drafting. I mean, I you shouldn't draft I, him. I, but I did say that like Noah Fant is on my radar. I feel like yeah. that's a different situation. It's it's not. It's maybe he's somebody that we were talking about in DraftKings for sure on a Sunday. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, and but this helps the offense. Like you know, fools get the ball out of his hands quick. If that's a tight end like Zach Ertz, you know that's that's the offense obviously running better than last year. What about your there's the fly? What about your boy Dallas Goddard? People are all over him too, but guys, like he's how the ma- backup how many, tight end. But how many people can catch passes? Exactly, on the team? he's the backup tight end. Like if you are in a deep enough league where you invest on Zach Ertz, and I'm talking a deep league because nobody wants to carry two tight ends, then you draft Dallas Goddard or you acquire him in a dynasty league because what we've seen from Philly and when Ertz is out, Trey Burton was awesome. Trey Burton was great in the two games without Zach Ertz hanging around, and Dallas Goddard. Catch him! I, I had it. <laughs> And Dallas Goddard was was good when they scaled back from Ertz a little bit a couple times last year, too. So he's a red zone beast. They envisioned using him the same way that the Pats use Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Well, are, are the... Are the are the Pats going to use Steven Anderson that way? Ben Wathen's suspended, but he comes back after, like, he week four. He comes back. Nah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know they what to the, make of the Pats. They got the Lacoste, too. Yeah, they got Lacoste. Glenn Beck's son, Andrew Beck. Or maybe he's the son of Beck from Odalay. <laughs> he's a Scientologist, by yeah. the way. People always forget that. <laughs> I, did, I did forget that. Um, guys that are being overdrafted, I didn't really know what to do with, like Godwin and Ridley. Like, I think they're going to be good, uh, but like, yeah. can we pump the fucking brakes on Chris Godwin for a second? Like, he, is he really going to be like a top 10 wide receiver? I have him up here, like right by Tyree Kill. Yeah, so there's a guy, like Boyd should, I think Boyd should be in that range. You think, think so? Boyd, Boyd. 
Why not? I, I like Boyd. Boyd was great with AJ on the field, and he was great with AJ off the field. He proved to a lot of people that he can handle top coverage. So I feel like he belongs, like if you're going to, I think he belongs in that Goodwin-Ridley range. Like Goodwin is a two on this team. Mm-hmm. Ridley's a two on his team. Mike Williams is a two on his team. I mean, Jeffrey, I think, is a two because he's the second option there. And, to Ertz, and yeah. To Ertz. DJ Moore, um, we, don't know. we don't know fully. We, we like what we saw in the second half. So Boyd, I think oh, Boyd belongs go, in there. Would you go Boyd over Robbie, who is the number one on his team and uh, ranked as a top five wide receiver in the league by Tim Andercast? <laughs> <laughs> Where does he have Sam Darnold? Oh, number one by far. <laughs> I, I would go Robbie... I would probably draft Robbie ahead of him because he is the one, but I think that he deserves to be in that tier. I, I'll, I'll squeeze I him in between. I'll squeeze him in between Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Now that, yeah, yeah, I think he did enough to to you know Goodwin Ridley. I think he belongs with those with those guys. I know I want good. I want Goodwin too, like everybody else. But Godwin or Godwin. Sorry, you don't want no, I don't Goodwin. want Goodwin at all. I didn't want him last year. I don't want anything to do with him. I I want Godwin too, but. Man, it's tough to spend that price. It really is. But I think he's going to be good. I think I, I, I think he's going to be fine. It does yeah. seem like there's far more bust potential. Like I, it, it seems like there's more bust potential in terms of it going the other, like him underperforming his ADP than him then overperforming. His I would ADP. agree with you there. And even if he ends up being an eighth round value and you draft yeah. him in the fifth round, like that's no big deal. Yeah. That means he's still good. Yeah. But I very I I just don't see like unless there's a complete switch. Mm-hmm. And then he's better than Mike Evans. Then what are we talking about here? Right. I I would even. I mean, I would rather Tyler Boyd than Alshon Jeffrey. I've, I mean, now I now have him ranked over. Alshon yeah. Jeffrey. So yeah. I mean, I I think, and we go into the next tier. I think the two guys and two big names that were just hanging on to their big upside years and their record-setting seasons. I think is Alshon Jeffrey and Allen Robinson. Like I think those those are two I don't want anything to do with. It depends on where they go. Yeah. And it feels like neither of them, everyone is kind of fed up with them. Yeah. And now they're in the 30s. Not, yeah. 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 Like, it, 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 like I have Allen Robinson one spot ahead of Jarvis Landry and Will Fuller and Dee Dee Westbrook. Like, yeah. That's the range he should be in. And yeah. He that probably is the has range. the most upside of those guys. Yeah. You're right. Probably does. Do you, would you go Kirk over Fitzgerald? Like, are you buying Christian Kirk? Or are you like, no, I about, like Fitz. You we, like Fitz still? Yeah. Absolutely. I looked at his, his numbers last year. He, in a PPR league wide receiver 27 with nothing to work with at quarterback. I think the offense is at least going to be slightly better. I heard Christian Kirk quit cocaine, so maybe he won't be as fired up this year. It sucks to be him. Yeah. Sounds awful. Uh, what about Andy Isabella? Yeah, I mean, super fast. That's all I really know about him. He's a burner. Super fast is a burner, but uh, no, no dice. I, I, he's not on my radar. Like, Pettis is on my radar. Is Pettis the guy? I think he's the guy, yeah. I think he's the guy in San Fran. Pettis is on my radar. Um, Deshaun Hamilton's on my radar. Jake keeps calling him Bay Sean Hamilton. He wants that to be his thing. I, I, I refuse to do it. I, I mean, I told Jake, I was like, man, like, <laughs> leave the nicknames to Pat Mayo. <laughs> Does he want Hamilton to be his boy? Is, is, I, his I think boo? so, yeah. His boo. Um, just kidding, Jake. Just kidding, bud. Uh, Pettis, Marvin Jones. I think those are guys. Marvin Jones is another one that I like. I've always kind of liked him. I know Galladay's on the side, but, you know. Yeah, he's, listen, he's fine. He's fine. He could be really good, but he's going to be very inconsistent, but where you have to draft him, he's a yeah. bench receiver at this point. Yeah. Your boy, Deshaun, back in Philly? I mean, I think it's good for Wentz. I'm not going to draft him because he's 
He's who who'd you talk about earlier with, with Cooper? He's 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 one of those guys that's gonna have five or six amazing games. And it's probably gonna be in the first four weeks. The Eagles schedule is super, super soft to start. I think so they draft Deshaun, draft trade him, him after three weeks. Him. Absolutely. He's dealt with numerous hamstring issues. But for Carson Wentz, he's never had a deep threat like this. Like Torrey Smith, they tried him, let's be honest. Torrey Smith was, was okay. He was okay, but he they wanted him to be a deep threat guy. Mike Wallace didn't work out. So he fully, for the first time in his career, has a deep threat as another OTAs or great connection, great connection. Best there. friends, they're rooming together. BFFs, yeah, can't you know throw the ball down the field far enough for Deshaun Jackson's speed. But yeah, I just think there's a lot of weapons in Philly. I don't really want any of them besides you know, Wentz that you're taking a risk on or Ertz. Look for that fly. He's hanging around the back of you. I know. He's just. I, I caught him just over here a second. Yeah. I, don't know. I was gonna He's go like this. I'm gonna wait for him to like jump right over there and just boom, <laughs> nail him. Sterling Shepard's interesting. Do you prefer Sterling Shepard or Golden Tate? Shepard. Like by a substantial margin? No, not not huge, but but I do I do prefer Shepard. The question is, what are they gonna do? Like, is Tate gonna be their slot guy? If so, then Then what does Ingram do? Then what does Ingram do and what does Shepard do? Because I mean, I'm sure Jake said this to you when talking about the whole Giants wide receiver course is Shepard probably can't handle that outside job. Like, he just hasn't been able to really, when given the opportunity, when Odell Beckham was down, he wasn't. But when he's in the slot, maybe he'll play everyone in the slot. (laughs) Genius move. (laughs) Maybe they would Barkley, too. Yeah, everyone just line up in the slot. They'll run a CFL offense. (laughs) Um, Tyreek Hill, I know we don't know what the suspension's going to be for him. I think I'd still draft him. Like, where, like, you've been doing these mocks, like, eighth round? Yeah, eighth, ninth. I'd burn round. the eighth. Yeah, same. I people would get too. so like uppity about like, oh, you can't waste a ninth round pick. Guess what? Go back and look at your ninth round pick the past ten years. They probably all fucking sucked. Well, I saw a tweet <laughs> the other day from somebody who said that they he's like, why isn't everyone drafting Josh Gordon in the tenth? Well, like we at least know that Tyreek Hill's coming back. No, yeah, I, I've been down the Josh yeah. Gordon road before. <laughs> We've been down there before. I mean, you rather I'd rather take shots but with like way, Sutton if, or Hamilton. If I knew it was if I knew it was eight games, I'd be a bit more pensive. With Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But if it's two or if it's four, oh my goodness. Fuck it. Let's do it. And with Fire your, him up. And with your skill set and your viewers listening at home who know what they're doing. Off the waiver wire? Yeah. You you could you could draft Tyreek Hill and deal with it. Wide receiver position is is so deep. We and, know this. And if it's only four weeks, no bye weeks. Exactly. You get the full complement of players to fill in. And if it's eight, you say the course and then you have him for fantasy football playoff time. <laughs> yes. I think I missed him. <laughs> we're gonna need a gif we're gonna need a gif of that oh, oh. Now, now it's gonna be all fumey in here now it's gonna be it's gonna be a real trippy last 20 minutes <laughs> we're gonna need a gif of that listen i i don't want to sound cocky but i'm comfortable in my ability to stash tyreek hill for eight eight weeks and roll him out there fantasy football playoff time uh, and have you a guy like sound that. like a younger and more naive pat mayo as it pertained to josh Gordon. <laughs> That's who you Ooh. sound like. I mean, I think I just got pretty high. I was feeling myself there. Um, but yeah. Higher eight, than Josh Gordon? Eight, <laughs> no. You pulled back in. No. <laughs> just, just need it to, over here. to get it back together. There's a guy that I like that I haven't seen yet. Who? Oh, MVS. Uh, I have MVS down here. I'm behind uh, Geronimo Allison. It's fine. Is that a tier of the... That's a huge tier yeah, that's with just Wilson every, and that's everyone. That's basically just everyone else. <laughs> okay. I, I think a huge step forward with him. I, I don't want Geronimo Allison. Remember when we want. tried this with MVS last year and then we, he was just... We did. Crack at the end of the season? We did, but everyone loves Aaron Rodgers. Why do they love Aaron Rodgers I so see, much? I don't He's just throwing I, a Devontae Adams all the time. I don't feel like everyone does love Aaron Rodgers no? anymore, though. 
They still, they still love him enough to to have him in the top three or four. But remember, he couldn't chug that beer. People were like, he sucks at quarterback now. <laughs> what a bitch! Chug a beer. Who cares? What's wrong? Listen, if I if you purchase, I know he's a very rich man. But if I'm purchasing one of those like twenty five dollar beers at a sporting gonna... event, I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, I don't want to be bullied into chugging something. And he doesn't need and, to and, chug and, with all those other guys like he. And put it this yeah. way, my chugging game not quite what it was when I was eighteen. I, it was the last time you tried to chug a full beer. Yeah, I, I don't even remember. I tried to do it last summer. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Poor results. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'd like to sit and, and relax. So maybe I won't knock Aaron Rodgers for that. But I like MVS. Like, he he's talking him up a little bit. You know, the number two in that offense, I believe, showed signs. Yeah, he was inexperienced last year. He disappointed a lot of us when after those big couple games. But He's the number two. He's the number two. I think he's going to be able to take a step forward this year, and I, I think they're going to have to throw the football. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Did you? I, I'd rather him than Geronimo. Geronimo's going to go ahead of him, and I'd rather just yeah, MVS a couple I, of rounds I, I like I like Geronimo. You like Geronimo? It's not that, like, how high, how much higher is Geronimo really going? It's not like Geronimo's, like, a seventh round. MVS is almost free, though, like 13th round, 14th. I, I would think that you Geronimo there, too. Yeah, I'd say he's up. Well, I think both of them, then, at that price point. Yeah, you might Why as well not? attach yourself to Rodgers. Rodgers sure. was the one I want to talk about. Like you said luck in the six. Yeah. Mahomes is going earlier. Luck is going earlier than that, too. Yeah, like, where's Rodgers actually going? Like in the in the fifth. Oh, see, that's too high. See, like Mahomes I, I would think like r- seventh or eighth, and I'd be like, hey, Aaron Rodgers. I've seen go? Mahomes go in the second in mocks, like with <laughs> quote-unquote experts. That's they don't care, right? That's, that's why I call him a bust. That's it. Like I'm, you draft He's, he's an ADP year. bust. Yeah, he's an ADP bust, but... Superflex leagues is a different story. You want you, you, that CFF league that we're in? Like quarterbacks fly I'm, off the board. I am no longer leagues. in that, and and I, I don't think it's a thing anymore. I won my titles. You left, and that was it. I, I won the first two years. I was like, yeah, did you ever crush it? I'm out. Yeah, I had one year where like I was. I you I, had I was Cam Newton and another top three quarterback. It was the year that no one Andrew Brees. It Andrew was the year Brees. that no one wanted Cam. The year coming, like he had the bad. He only had like three and then rushing he touchdowns. Turned out to be an MVP. Yeah. It was yeah. great. 2015. Yeah. yeah. Good year for me. Yeah. That was the last really good year of fantasy I had. <laughs> the, the, last, the, last two, the last three have been kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I bet on Carolina to win that Super Bowl, it's all been downhill for me. Because that was the year that Mike Evans I drafted in the first round, and he was like the best fantasy receiver. That's right. Yeah. You were all over Evans. Evans is another guy that I, you know, when we talked earlier about Kelsey or Evans, like people forget Evans was third last year in yards for Wadios. I mean, he's a beast. He's very good. I just don't feel like Kelsey can get 14, 1,500 yards. I don't need him to get 14 because, like, if you prorate it to just what he actually 120 needs. 120 catches? Like, no. That would be crazy I know. It's, it's not even that. But, like, 1,400 yards for a receiver is, like. Yeah, okay. You're going to the, yeah. 1,050 at tight end. Sure. Yeah. Like, that's the scale that we're working with for what it means at that position versus the rest of the position. Like, the year that you had LaDainian Tomlinson when he broke the touchdown record, like he outscored every other running back by like 200 points. Yeah. If you had him, you won. And if Kelsey has one of like, let's say Kelsey has his best year this year and you have Kelsey, you're probably going to win your league. Yep. You can have the shittiest running backs going because you have the best guy at one position. Yeah. And there's all, a huge guy. Look at all the people that went to the finals with by just having Mahomes last year. Yeah. Because he outscored every other quarterback by so much. He was game genie at quarterback. Yeah. And Kelsey seems like he could be that guy this year. Today. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, Mahomes is free last year in drafts. In some leagues, you probably picked him up off the waiver wire. Yeah, or drafted him as your like. Not that we advocate yeah. drafting backup quarterbacks, right. but some people did. Well, last year, Big Ben was you know in oh. the sixteenth. Cuss drafted in our keeper league. Cuss drafted Mahomes in the twelfth round, 
and I forget who his starter was, but he was making a run at the playoffs. And we have a rule in our keeper league that if you don't play the player for the year, you get to redshirt him and keep him at, you get the extra year, like it doesn't count as a year okay. as a keep, and you get to keep him in the same round. But if he had played him, he'd be a 10th round keeper this year, and you would get to keep him for three, like three years. But Gus never played him. Gus was making a run for the championship and decided never to play Mahomes, then missed the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. Like, that's that's a <laughs> That's great a very example. classic Cuss move. Yeah, that's classic Cuss. Yeah, like, Cuss. Drew, was it Drew Brees? It was someone like, it was a name quarterback yeah. who he had that he spent, like, a pretty high pick on. Yeah, and that's that's a classic move of people that are in keeper leagues and dynasty leagues of looking ahead. Like, Just you win need now. to win now and be in that moment of winning now. Absolutely, I, yeah. Like you just do it. it. Like if you're trash, which I was, I came. Yeah, to, I went three sell. games last year. I sold everything off. I'm and that's set what up, you should do. I'm set off. Set up very well for this year. Yeah, I got some good keepers. I got like three first round draft picks. Yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. but I had no chance of winning last year. Yeah. coming off an undefeated season. When you mortgage everything for an undefeated season, <laughs> it, it hurts. You might you not be great the next year. I play the same way. I play keeper dynasty leagues the same way i'm in it to win now i don't care i'll 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 give for first round picks whatever and it's also football like we do that draft in march and think about how much if we did the draft let's say we did the draft in august not march how different that draft would look like for football yeah, it's insane yeah and but now you're gonna plan four years in advance come on <laughs> no chance <laughs> anyone else you want to talk about here um or do we, darius geis yeah he's, Don he's geis. a good person to talk about i'm I, not touching i like him, him. I think I, I'm think I'm going to be dry. It seems like everyone really? hates him. Like, what, what's there to hate? That Adrian Peterson is there? No. They're going to be better with Haskins. Well, they drafted a guy. AP's there, I guess. They are going to be better with Haskins, but the team still is going to suck. Like, offensively, they're going to be brutal. That's fine, but so is Josh Jacobs. He's going to be on a shitty team. But I don't know if Geis is going to get 20 touches a game. Like, Chris Thompson's still going to hang around, going to catch a couple ba- balls Th- out of the Thompson backfield. might not be ready for the beginning of the year. Well, Geis... I, I would assume so. We got her last preseason. <laughs> I know, but I haven't seen this remember guy. I, like, remember, play. we saw that Twitter video of him leapfrogging tables, and then yeah. all of a sudden he was out. Yeah, you're right. That, was, like, that he, was pretty impressive. People were fucking fired up for him last year to I, draft, and then he got hurt and he went away. Now we're not. It's not like he blew out his Achilles. Here it is, neat guys come back from knee problems. I guess, I guess it's the fact that they brought back AP and they drafted a guy. I think that makes me feel like maybe they're slightly concerned in well, Washington. It could be that Washington doesn't have a fucking clue. Well, that's definitely the case. They don't have a clue, and yeah, Haskins is going to be better, but they still don't have... I mean, they drafted Haskins' boy. I'm sure the offense is going to be a little bit better, but I think it's fair... Like, where you have them is, is fair. You're really rolling the dice on all these guys. Like Yeah, they're all dice rolls. They're all, like, like Freeman, Fournette, and Geist, they're all the same. I think I might have on Johnson too low. Because out of all these guys, the, the Henrys and Aaron Jones potentially too, like they should probably be up on this other tier with Geis and Drake and Fournette and those guys. Because I can see them being the guy. Out of all these guys of Henry, Jones, Michelle, on Johnson, Lindsey, Montgomery, Sanders, Miller, Miller will be the guy, but no one fucking cares. Uh, Coleman, Carson, like if you told me that Aaron Jones, oh yeah, he plays 90% of the snaps and that's just the way it is from week one, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with on Johnson. Like, oh yeah, we, we've we decided that our five running back committee no longer works. They, We're just going to go with this guy. CJ Anderson? Of course. Yeah. I mean, they want to run the ball. Patricia wants to run the ball there in Detroit and, and Carrion looked really good last year. So... It's the same situation as, like, Drake with me. I would rather Mac, like, though. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, I would much rather. Mac's not even on that tier. He's on the tier above. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I would rather Mac than, than yeah, okay, yeah, carry on. Yeah, but, like, Drake. Like, I feel like Drake, carry on, Aaron Jones, they're all kind of in the similar boat. Yeah. Maybe I'm too down on Jones. Where would you have Jones? Yeah, I think Jones, Jones is just, for me, right behind Mac. Oh, really? So you'd have him, yeah. like, above Freeman. Yeah, 
Really? I'm I'm, I'm concerned and with Fournette. Freeman. There's that fly again. He didn't die. Fournette, I have ahead. Of, Fournette, I have ahead of Mac. Fournette, I have. I'm giving Fournette the benefit of the doubt. I don't know why, because he's a head case. Maybe he'll try to fight the coach. Yeah, he's fight been suspended for fighting guys. I mean, um, they they suspended one time for I don't even know what if they even said why he was suspended. Maybe missing team practice or a team photo or something. They suspended him. <laughs> But I think there's just a lot of upside there with Fournette. I mean, he's basically scored a touchdown every single game he's played. <laughs> and if, if if he's healthy, they'll give him the ball 20-plus times. But Jones, I think we know now, like, he can pass block. That's all anybody said last year. No, it's Jamal Williams because Aaron Jones can't pass block. Well, Aaron Jones was pro football focus, had him graded pretty high as a pass blocker, and he took over, and there's no Mike McCarthy there anymore to, yeah, to make us scratch our heads. Look, like Jamal Williams also sucks. There's there's a certain things when it comes to football analytics. Football analytics people will never say this, but like grading pass blocking from running backs because you're not sure what they're supposed to be doing. Right. Like, are they supposed to be running a route and yeah. they decided to come back and chip? That's they, fair. They've blown off the route, but they were at a position to try to block in the first place. Like, yeah. That stuff seems very difficult to quantify. I'm glad these numbers exist because I yeah. do think they point us in the right direction. Yeah. But I don't think that they're just the end all be all. Like no, it's fair, but to. at least he's he's no, no, rated I, good. Yeah, I, I, I it's much better than him being rated badly. Yeah, yeah. But I think, but he was rated badly the year before. But maybe it turns out that maybe he was fine. Yeah. It's just he wasn't asked to do or trained to do what he was supposed to do. And then hey. Sometimes these coaches actually do stuff. They coach you up. They coach you up. They teach you how to do things. They teach you how to do things. Yeah, maybe Mike McCarthy wasn't that bad at all. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe he was just the worst. Yeah, he probably was just the worst. There is a back in this range that we didn't talk about who I like, and that's David Montgomery. I do like Montgomery. If you look at Jordan Howard. Sure, but like, how much does Cohen eat away from him? And they still have Mike Davis. They do have Mike Davis. Remember that loser that we saw on Thanksgiving? Ms. El Sinor? (laughs) Like who the hell is this guy? <laughs> who was that guy? I don't know. Uh, yeah, we were watching. We were watching together and looking at each other, wondering why we didn't have him in DraftKings. But I'd never really even heard of him. I don't so. even know if he was on DraftKings yeah. that week. <laughs> he probably wasn't. So the reason with Montgomery, and you're right. Yeah, Davis is hanging around, but Jordan Howard is inefficient as he was, and I think he has the third most rushing yards in the NFL since he entered, behind Zeke and Gurley. Sure, but a lot of touches. He it, got a lot it, of touches. It just feels like people have blown their load on Montgomery already. Fourth round is fine. I'll say that. Fourth round as okay. your RB like he's two going, or three. Yeah, he's going to pick 51 right now, and someone in every draft is going to reach on him. So, yeah, fourth yeah. round, and I, I'll, I'll wager he ends up going at the end of the third by the I time would, actual I would rather out. have him than Michelle and uh, Jake's boy uh, Mark Ingram. I know you would as well. Yeah, I'd definitely rather have him over Mark Ingram. But, yeah. like, if you can get – Or Lindsay, too. Lindsay, too. Yeah, I, I can do Lindsey. Uh, he's in a weird tier kind of to himself, but I think that he'll end up with the Aaron Joneses and the Derrick Henrys of the world and on Johnsons yeah. by the time this ends. Yeah. And I just don't know. It, it still feels like a lot of risk for a guy who might play 50% of the snaps. Yeah. I, I think they're going to give him – I mean, I like Nagy in the offense that he runs, and I like the fact that they drafted this guy. And, he, I mean, he's a beast. He can do – I mean, Cohen's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, he's going to catch balls. But they gave – Howard a ton of touches. I mean, he was top five in red zone touches. He was top five and he was top ten in touches altogether without even really catching balls, just touches. So in carries, he was getting a ton of them. So I, I, I think he'll get a lot of usage. Michelle's probably not a guy that I want to touch, but if, Where, if he's going to fall down, it, that's the thing. That's Where's he going to end up going? If he's going to fall to like the eighth or ninth round, 
I'll take a shot on him. Yeah, Didn't we talk about him this time last year with a knee injury? Yeah, and then we were just like, yeah, screw that guy. Hey, he's not even going to hang around. He's not going to be there in preseason. He's missing the OTAs. Like, I think he missed week Rex one, Burkhead. too. We want Rex Burkhead. Yeah, Rex Burkhead. He's great. But Michelle... I think I'd... Ra- you know what? I think I might just... Just avoid them all together? Just avoid that entire situation. Just say, I want James White. That's it. If I don't get James White, then I'm staying away. Yeah, because White's always going to be involved. Like White, Edelman. Yeah. Safe. Edelman you know is white, but I want to draft white and Edelman. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're getting with those guys. Yeah. Like, the, they're the only two that I can basically count on. Like, Nikhil Harry is there, and, like, there's already reports that yeah. he's the one guy who has negative reports against him. And, and I, that could be complete nothing. It could be nothing. But, like, they used Philip Dorsett last year, who's not good, but they used him. Yeah. He was fine. Like, why wouldn't they just use him again? The Harry thing, and this people are Harry! like, Harry! <laughs> Murph, Harry, <laughs> the, the Harry thing, um, and people are gonna probably be all over me for this because they're not the same type of players. But do you remember when Aaron Dobson was getting all that hype with the Patriots? Oh yeah, he was second round pick, garbage. Yeah, he was trash. He was trash, and I get it; they're not the same. But uh, Patriots wide receivers that are not named Julian Edelman tend to disappoint. And Josh Gordon could be back at some point. That's not out of the realm of possibility, especially if he's playing catch in the backyard with Dalen Brady. <laughs> Debo Samuel, Jamison Crowder. I like Crowder. I like Crowder. The, the guy can't stay on the field. He can't. Well, he and they definitely have a, couldn't. And last they already years. have a better slot receiver in Quincy Anunwa. But why did they? I don't know. Because it was the stupid Jets. They gave Le'Veon Bell like a hundred million dollars. I know Le'Veon Bell. And then and then Gay says like basically I never wanted anything. Yeah, I'd to like do to with trade Le'Veon him. Bell. Who would like his salary? Le'Veon Bell. Rough. He smells. Yeah, and Gase Gase has never been a guy to do the right thing. Like no. give the ball to Drake a bunch of times or Ajayi a bunch of times. Yeah. No, he never Ma- did that. Imagine if Bell's in a committee. With like Didn't Pat. they just recently sign Powell? They, they just re-signed they, Powell. They have someone. Elijah they have, Maguire? They have Lizzie Maguire. The adventures of. Oh, man. There's going to be some chaos in New York if Bell's only touching the ball 10, 12 times I, a game. I might have to move Bell down my rankings. He just. He's a wild card He just for worries sure. me is yeah. the thing. And we like, should be a little And you worried. have to draft him in the first round if you're going to take him. Like, you do. I'd rather have Kelsey. I'd definitely rather have a wide receiver. I I, I really would. I'd, I'd rather one of those top five wideouts. Would I almost want Mixon? Now I'm starting to rethink this entire thing. Blowing it all up. Blowing it all up. Um, no, I don't think so. I think he'd rather Bell. Mixon was really good. He was good. And he gets all the... And Gio's does. dead yeah, Gio's or dead. dying or something. He's probably going to be one of the guys who gets traded or... Released. Well, they drafted like they drafted two, but they're just like Gio they're Bernard. Just like they're Gio, nothing yeah. like Joe Mixon. Yeah, gentleman Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's awesome. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's great. Not the a offense great, is going to suck. Not though. a great guy in real life, but uh, <laughs> on the football field. Yeah, I mean, I'll take not that bad. back. He's not awesome, uh, but he's a good running back. The thing with Bell, like he's not going to, he's never, like he's not going to flirt with Pittsburgh numbers. He's not going to get hundred targets. Is he? I don't know. I went and looked at it last year. I think the total, all the running backs combined on the Jets had like 48 targets or something. Which is strange because like Powell, they used Powell in that role before, like towards the end of the season, getting a lot of catches if you prorated that. The, the year before, but yeah, they didn't last but year. But then they didn't last year. He's not dump off Darnold. He is soon to be a fat man, Darnold. Yeah. Bad genetics. Bell's a wild card. Look at that. 107 targets, 85 catches. But that's with Ben Roethlisberger. That's with, Big ben. That's with that's Juju. With good that's with Antonio Brown. That's with the good offensive line. That's that, I believe that was with Todd Haley if it was two years ago. Yeah, it was. And yeah, like 
I know. And you play 95% of the snaps. Let's say you and only play hasn't 70% played in... of the snaps and they don't do dump offs to you, then what do your numbers really look like? And he hasn't played in over a year. And when, then when and, he, the last time and he played. And let's not forget, there was always rumblings about how Le'Veon Bell was a terrible goal linebacker. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, it, that went away. Yeah. Because goal line work is kind of random. Yeah. It's. Scoring touchdowns is a very random thing from time to time. You want that opportunity, yeah. but maybe there was a reason that they didn't turn around and hand him the ball off all the time. Maybe his like pause and then go yeah. running style wasn't great in clusters. It was great at the that's 25 a, yard line. It's a great point because that's how he runs. And he stutter stats. And guess what? The Jets' offensive line not as good as the Steelers. Not as good as the Steelers. Doesn't they don't have as good as a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I Cust would disagree. Would he ever? I, I have some concerns about the Steelers' offense together altogether too. Uh, that was sort of the juju thing. Like I I had juju as a bust in the athletic and Jake's all over me, but I didn't want to cop out and pick Allen Robinson or yeah, or that, one that, of them. But I, I mean, that's it's a good conversation because yeah, what's what he going to do? Is he going to play in the slot? Fine, you you want him to play. I, in d- the slot. I don't think he's going to play in the slot. Who are they going to play on the outside? Moncrief and no one. That's my problem with juju is. All of a sudden, you're taking away Antonio Brown. But, but, he's going to get top coverage. Now. Yeah, he's going to get top coverage. But just because he's so good out of the slot doesn't mean he can't be really good on the outside. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't mean that. But we've yet to see him have that top coverage and be the guy. Obviously, in the slot, there's guys like him and Keenan Allen who benefit. They're great pass catchers. They're great route runners. They're a mismatch in the slot. Dante Moncrief has never really been able to stay healthy. Washington is somebody that we're just getting excited about because they he's potentially the two in Pittsburgh and Big Ben. And then they drafted another guy, I think Deontay Johnson, uh, like maybe nothing special either. But they draft. Because they said Moncrief is the sure number two. But, but they love drafting receivers who turn out to be good. Right, man. Always. Sanders, they always find somebody who. Yeah, Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace, yeah. They always seem to find somebody. But in, in I, I feel like, I don't know how much Juju is going to improve from last year. Listen, that's, I, that's my concern. This is a, sort of a debate that Jake and I had, and it was basically, would you draft Antonio Brown or Juju? I was like, give me Antonio Brown. Me too. Like, I don't understand why people are down on Antonio Brown. Yes, he's leaving Pittsburgh. Yeah. But, like, he's probably going to lead the league in targets. Yeah. They're going to use him. And they're going to be down a ton. Yeah, they're going to be down a ton. They have yeah. Tyrell Williams. Yeah. And that's it, basically. Yeah. yeah. And Waller. <laughs> Hardly newer. <laughs> Is is um is Seth there? Roberts? I don't think no, he Seth is. Ro- I believe he Seth Roberts. Did he go to Detroit? I think he's on the Bills. And the Bills have like Bills. every no, and they have Andre Holmes, or they had Andre Holmes, who used to be Seth yeah. Roberts. Where is he? I, I think he went to Detroit. Maybe not though. He's on the Ravens. He's on Baltimore. Seth Tymere Roberts on the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean Juju. I honestly Listen, personally gonna... would rather have I'd rather take the back where Juju's going. Okay. And then take Thielen. I think Thielen and Juju's numbers are gonna be be pretty pretty similar. You got a Thielen? I got a Thielen. And why not? Remember what he did at the start of the year? Yeah, sure, he's probably not gonna get hundred yards in the first ten games of the season, but he's he really petered out that. towards the end. He did. But so did the offense in general altogether. Like they just didn't have a run game and cousins looked awful, but I think if you give them a run game, they have Cook if he's healthy. It, maybe it is a big if. If we had to pick like a league winning pick here, and it could go disastrous. Like that's the one thing I do enjoy drafting, and that's why I kind of like the Kelsey pick as high as I do because that could be a league winner. It could yeah. be a league loser because yeah. he's not as good. Then you miss all the other good players. But if you're just kind of kind of go out on a stand, I feel like Delvin Cook could be a league winner. He could be, yeah. But he could get hurt week one, and you're just like, he, oh, fantastic. That's that's the range. But he could be he could be. With his work 
like with his workload, yeah. he's one of the few that could see 90, 85, 90% of the snaps. Yeah. He receives out of the backfield. Yeah. He's going to be their goal line back. Their passing offense should be better than it was last year, yeah. especially if they run more play action, which on Twitter, Kirk Cousins said he's into. <laughs> yeah. That it just seems like volume plus talent, you just need the health to go along with it, that all of a sudden, out of all these guys, it feels like Dalvin Cook is the one we could be talking about next year as a top three running back. Yeah. Almost the same way that we talked about Christian McCaffrey last year, yet no one had the fucking guts to actually draft him yeah. like that. Yeah. And now there he is. Yeah. That you're, Cook you're, feels like he could be that guy. You're right. McCaffrey was middle of the second round last year. I had a team with Kamara and McCaffrey. My wideout sucked because I drafted Hogan and Marv. But, to Marv. But those two guys, it's the same thing. That's where he's going. Middle of the second, late second maybe people are scared in your league where he's all of a sudden a steal in the early third. Like that's very possible. So I like, I like Minnesota's offense in general to take a step forward. You're talking about quarterbacks that you can just draft in the last round. Kirk cousins is one of those guys. You can shrug your shoulders all you want and be like, ah, Kirk cousins sucks in real life. Fine. He sucks in real life. He also he's got two unbelievable weapons. And he to also, throw to. he also rushes for touchdowns. Weirdly. He, he is that's, sneaky that's, on the ground. And that's, consi- that's consistent between Washington and Minnesota. Now. Absolutely. Yeah. He's very sneaky on the ground. He runs around a little bit. He's got two borderline wide receiver ones. Yeah. You can call them both. He, wide he has high end wide receiver twos. Absolutely. And if you are banking on cook, you should bank on Cousins. The offense is going to be more efficient, and Cook catches balls. Load up on Vikings. Yeah, and if the Bears' defense isn't quite as good, like yeah. the, it's not like the Lions' offense is anything special. The Packers' defense isn't like There's nothing special. They've always been dominant. But those time. are also teams that will get into a boat race with you. Yeah. Which is what you want. Which is what you want. Remember the game when they played the Rams? Like, let Chris, Kirk Cousins go. Remember that shootout? It was back and forth between him and Goff. It was that like 100 was and some odd points. That was the best. What Besides the, the Rams and Chiefs. The Rams and Chiefs is probably the best game of the year. That's probably the second best game of the yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. You know sure. what was not? The Super Bowl. Right. Bad game. Very bad. I was in Vegas falling asleep at that game. <laughs> like, I'm done watching this game right now. How can the Rams not yeah, score it, a friggin' point? Is there some Kazakhstani paintball I can bet on? Like, what oh else is out here? Oh, my goodness. That was an awful Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. You want to call quits? Yeah. Didn't, I didn't kill the fly. Although, I'm, I feel like the fumes have not only seeped into me, they've seeped into, like, keeping the fly out of this general vicinity. I'm feeling the fumes. I'm feeling the fumes. Yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. I love to talk football with you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Tomorrow, America Day. Ooh, it's, ha- a, it's a big day. Happy America Day yeah. to everyone out there. Yes. We've already celebrated Canada Day. We have. We have. I don't celebrate the same America Day as Canada Day, but... I mean, I have a better chance of getting America Day off than I do Canada Day off. I did not have Canada Day off. I, I, I haven't taken a Canadian holiday off in, like, eight years. It's just to... Yeah. My entire audience is American. Exactly. I work for American companies. Same. I mean, I own my own company, but I have right. all American clients. Like, yeah. yeah, why are you taking Monday off exactly? <laughs> it's Canada Day. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, the athletic, no with the Athletic producing some baseball podcasts over, podcasts over there and some football ones to come, they, you know, they sent out the email to, for the host to take the day off, American Day. They don't realize when Canada Day is no. or if you want that day. You just, yeah, I'll work it. It's yeah, all good. It's fine. Yeah. I want my double pay which they won't give you. Nope. But they expect you to work on it. They're like, oh, you're Canadian. You can work on Independence Day, too. It's like, but I didn't get my day <laughs> Wait, off. how does this work? Yeah. You take it. Anyway, Chris Meany, at Chris Meany, Twitter, Instagram. Means well. Oh, means well on Instagram? Yes. Chris Meany was unavailable. Yeah. See, I like to be consistent across all social platforms. Yeah, it makes most sense. It's just easier. That way, I can keep track of it. Yeah, it really is. So, athletic, fan tracks, Quant Edge. Yeah. Anywhere else? 
We a line st- I do a daily podcast with Joe Pizza Pia, Line Star. It's a free podcast. Joe Pizza Pizza. Joe Pizza Pizza. Yeah. Cam the, the was like, Cam used to be all over that. Cam loves Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza, yeah. Which is a, ch- if you're unaware, because you're not in Toronto, is a pizza pizza. Chain. Yeah, Pizza Pizza. They were giving out free pizzas at one point, I think, to Raptor games and Jays games, the but Ra- then the Raps got good. Yeah, anytime the Raptors scored over 100 points at a home game, you get a free slice. Yeah. They got rid of that. And then they got real good and they got rid of that. I think before it was the keg. I think at one point it was free the, steak. Yeah, if they had like fewer, they allowed like fewer than sixty points, which is absurd. But oh, you're I think giving maybe away they free. Did it once? You're also giving away free steak. Yeah, for sure. Not, not a slice of really shitty pizza. I saw something recently that McDonald's lost like one point nine million on the fry giveaway from the Raptors recently because they were just scoring. Up. But at the same time, you go in for fries, you're probably getting something else. You really didn't lose a whole lot of money. Yeah, and you're McDonald's. You're fine. It's just an advertising cost. Yeah. It's like when you have those uh like halftime things, like the the half court shots at halftime, like yeah. hundred grand if you get it in. Yeah. It's all insurance money. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't hurt. No them. no one's actually paying it out no, besides insurance hurt. Lloyd's of London is paying it out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me at the PME on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebooks, as your parents probably call it. We talked about those giveaways at the beginning, but even if you forget what they were, just smash the like button anyway. Leave a review on the audio podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Those are the three ways that you can go do that. I'm going to have Gary and Kest on to really finalize these rankings probably next week. But until then, my rankings will be up on DKPlaybook.com. If you hit the description, you can find all the positional breakdowns I did with our main man, Jake Seeley. Uh, good guy even though he doesn't listen or watch if he is not on it. But hey, it's not like I listen to your show or Jake's show either. So here we are. You should all go do that, by the way. All in sports. There, quick plug for Jake. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.